Take a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram at FishersMan21. Uh, I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the wingman running the three, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? Doing good, doing good, man. We are back. Starks, good to see you, man. Good to see uh, everyone back here as well. You can find me over on Twitter. Storm Sage Gaming is the new uh, tagline. Um, and uh, can't wait to get into some of this fantasy basketball goodness, man. Yeah, it's definitely good to be back. And, um, you know, season, man, but about to start on uh, Tuesday for a couple of games. And I'm sure there's full slate of games that we're accustomed to on Wednesday. Um, in this episode, before we get started, if you guys haven't uh, subscribed to the site, newlifefantasy.com, uh, join the mailing list, um, be a member for free. So it just helps our, you know, obviously our site to continue to grow. If you're interested to be a contributor, uh, contributor, let us know. Uh, we don't only do fantasy basketball, we do baseball, football, and share the faith of Christ on there. So just let us know if you're interested. Um, in this episode in particular, we'll just talk about some potential breakout players and just honestly shoot the breeze with you guys because it's been quite some time. Um, and hopefully that we will get some new listeners. And I know there's been some that has been pretty much consistent that remembers us. So I appreciate you guys and for the new uh, members that is coming on. But with that being said, I'm ready to take people off for a ride. Um, I'll just go ahead and, and pass the ball to you, LT, if there's any players that you want to highlight on that are potential breakout players this year. Yeah, one of my first is one of your guys. Um, quickly, wanted to uh, just share that Yahoo has upgraded, uh, updated their, their rankings. So there's a couple of players on Yahoo rankings or were completely completely out of like wrong and you know they have updated them so just if you were taking your uh, leagues for rides and, and any drafts up until now um it might it might not be the same because they yahoo did go in it looks like maybe yesterday night and change those um um so yeah but um josh giddy man I'm, I'm big on josh giddy um i've been watching i was watching him uh in some uh, preseason games, as well as um, some of these, uh, like before, like some of these summer league, uh, summer activities. And he's really been working on that three, man. So it looks like he has the green light over in OKC. And we were just talking right before, <laughs> right before we got on about Wasteland teams. And OKC is one of those teams that you always gravitate towards starts and picking up. Uh, I think, I think you had their whole starting uh, roster one, one, one time, man, one week, because they have five games that week. I think you picked up their whole roster, man. So what do you feel about Josh Giddy? You, you you always love playing with those OKC guys. Um, what, what gravitates you towards that uh, that type of team when they're a wasteland? Um, just, you know, one of the things that stick out is like opportunity, as I've always mentioned on, you know, podcasts on a wasteland team. And for those that are new or maybe not familiar with a wasteland team, it's just a team that is just a team we predict that's not going to be particularly good. Um, which if the team is not really good and they have veterans on their team, most of the time the, the younger players on the team are going to have all of the opportunity in the world to actually they're going to do bad in a lot of case by case scenarios. But when you have the opportunity for younger um, players to get involved, that gives them more time to have the green light is what we would typically say or um, with more opportunity to make mistakes, but it gives them room to progress at a lot uh, quicker pace, because if they're not playing, that's not to say they're not going to be competitive, right? But um, the team may not be particularly good. So 
if the team is not going to be good, then the pressure, I'm not going to say that there's not going to be pressure on the players in the first place, but that it creates more shot attempts, more um, passes, uh, more steals, more defensive stats, all of those counting stats we need in, in, in fantasy leagues. So if you are in a category league, right, that opens up the opportunity, but also the negative thing about that, it brings on turnovers, right? Um, and I know that some people play points league, so that would still be good for you in that aspect as well. Um, as far as Josh Giddy goes, you know, SGA is going to be out, I believe, particularly maybe for a few weeks, if that. He could be back sooner. Um, and then you got Lou Dort is, you know, slowly coming back. So they don't really have any players that really uh, stick out that that like any basically older cats on the team on OKC that is like veteran presence that it, that has to be out there. Right. But looking at this team, they're all makeup is super young. Right. And then, the you know, the guy that they drafted as me and LT was talking about earlier this year, um, Chet, you know, what I'm saying that is an unfortunate hit because he was looking like, you know, I'm just called for what it is. Holmgren, thanks for bringing that up. It's like he was looking like a new unicorn, just being honest with you um, in the summer league. So, you know, to see him having that 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 right foot fracture um, in dynasty formats, because we do talk about dynasty, but we also do the redraft flavor. If you are capable to if you're starting the dynasty league, I still would put him essentially in a top three pick in a dynasty format. Um, and you're cutting a coupon and it's essentially in a dynasty format redraft. You're not going to touch him with a, a 40 foot pole. But um, as far as Josh Giddy goes, looking at him being a player last year in OKC, he is running point. He's going to he's been looking good in the preseason. He's going to do, I think. You know, if you were to ask, like, well, Starks, what do you think he can finish in the top? I would think maybe top 75 to 100 this year, you know, overall in fantasy. Um, that's my thoughts on him since SGA is going to be out for a little while. But I'll pass you back the ball since, you you know, I know you like him this year, LT. I do. I do like him a lot. The reason why I like him a lot, too, this year is that I feel like he's going to get um, a little bit more just opportunity. I think they're going to put the ball in his hands just a little bit more than they did last year. Um, they don't have. Um, the the, the uh, Chet Holmgren coming in, taking um, taking usage from him, taking those sna uh, snaps. I'm in football mode. Taking those, I know, right? Taking snaps from him, um, taking plays from him. Um, they're not. You're not going to have that. Um, I think Josh Giddy's going to really. I, I, that, in, in it's it's showing up in his um, average draft position where you're getting him. If you want Giddy, you have to uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds. If he gets to the sixth round. In any of your Yahoo drafts, I am telling you, 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 snatch him up. That's a good place to get him. But a lot of people have their eye on him this year. That's why he's he's on my radar. He's on a lot of people's radar. So he's getting snatched up early because he's showing out in the preseason. So you gotta, if you want to, you know, I can't say you can cut a coupon on him, unfortunately. But mm -hmm. if you do add him, I think he's gonna really. Uh, if you're looking for those uh, those those stats, threes, uh, assists, and uh, potentially top 50 guy per um you know once he if he's out there no injuries hopefully um then i think i think giddy's good to get around in that fifth round um but um i'm gonna pass the rock i haven't passed the i haven't passed the rock in a while man i'm a little 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 injured might might blow my elbow out <laughs> he's about <laughs> pass the rock to you starks uh so what players do you have yeah a player for me this year is my computer's freezing up but i'll just go off of iso here is um yeah. Jalen green <clears throat> Okay. Now, he's been looking very good in the preseason, um, as we can say, and Houston is going to be running out there. And this is honestly there. 
they're borderline like a, another wasteland team. The only veteran that sticks out to me, I mean, obviously like Eric Gordon, right? Um, he is only essentially the other um, veteran on this team. Now, with the speed that will bring on an offense that's going to, you know, run and gun, essentially, I think this is a player that I'm going to be targeting. And before I get a little bit further on him, I think what LT said was very potent, like on Giddy. You're not cutting the coupon, just like he said, because even when I was saying he's going to probably finish top 7,500, that's to me, that's like the safe. And that's where you're drafting him at, like in the 70s. So do I, I do believe Giddy has an opportunity, even potentially, you know, um, to give you value at top 50, but you're banging on that in a redraft league. And that's tough. Now, can he do that? He potentially can. But going back to Jalen Green, um, another, like I said, a wasteland team is LT's boy is, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. on this team. And um, I mean, that's another a guy that you can you can target in your drafts. But I think as far as Jalen Green is concerned, I I, I wanted him last year, right? But I didn't really get him um, because it seemed like he was getting drafted a lot sooner than later. And and the thing is, with rookies, it's it is tough to gauge at times and just call for what it is. And Green would have been a guy that I probably would have targeted, but for some reason, the value didn't really mesh well the way that I liked last year. And I didn't get him in the main league, but he didn't finish too well. Like, I guess as, as far as the vicinity of his value, what people maybe perceive him as this year, though, um, I don't know if you can uh, pull it up, but I'll try to see if I can pull it up. Oh, yeah, actually, I can. Yahoo has him currently ranked, and I'm, I'm assuming most drafters already drafted him this year. He's ranked 62. And that's like, that's tough. Like, that's still a little rich. Now, do I believe so? That means okay, start. Do you believe he'll be like a six round value? I mean, I do believe that, but can he finish better than that? And I think that's what's always important when you're in redraft leagues out dynasty leagues. That's fine, like that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. You're not going to even second guess that, but in a redraft league, that's a little rich. But I will take the risk on him. You don't want to measure everything out in the preseason because sometimes we get so excited in the preseason to think that's what the player is going to be. And a lot of times it's just like, I know it's like a bad football terminology. We're talking about football again. It's like uh, they give you that vanilla defense out there or they play vanilla, right? That In the preseason, that's not to say that they're not going to play hard, but they don't give all of their full effort, I would assume, right? But in saying all that, um, would I draft him at that spot? I think he's a breakout player. So if I project mm -hmm. him as a breakout player, I think he's going to potentially be better so he could be a top player for me this year and what I assume and I think and playing in Houston a sniper and he'll have you know uh, I would say ball responsibility to assist from time to time maybe that might be his MO his MO but he's a player that I am targeting as a breakout player this year yeah absolutely I think Jalen Green has what it takes if we're looking at um Yahoo he's going around 69 okay. uh 70 pick 70 ESPN a little later so if you're in those ESPN leagues might be able to, you know, wait a little longer. They're not as ESPN leagues in general usually aren't as keen. But again, as I was speaking on my last on, on the last live stream, Fantrax. So Fantrax is usually where you have some of those um, hardcore players and fantasy basketball vets. Uh, they're, they're picking him closer to the 60 uh, pick 62. So um, he's he's going in those in those rounds there, fifth, sixth, you know, somewhere in that area. Um, and so if you want him, you're going to have to you have to pay pay for him and i think he's gonna take that next step and leap what i want to see from him is efficiencies just hopefully with this team they can keep their efficiency in check 
because uh, he can really be a, a just like cave my guy my guy KPJ that them field goal percentages. Um, just make sure you keep them mindful of that when you're constructing your teams here in the next couple of days. Um, he may you know he may hit you there, so just keep that in in mind. Um, another guy on a couple of other guys on the Rockets. We we got to check on this team. This team is full of youth. Uh, the fountain of youth, as Mike Guy would say. Um, <laughs> we're looking at we're looking at um, KPJ, another guy who's done really well with Jalen Green, kind of in tandem. They're kind of like the they remind me of the old school Lillard, Lillard CJ McCollum teams. Man, they're just going to be out there uh, uh, scoring, shooting, and doing whatever they want. Um, but another big rookie, Jabari Smith the second. He's usually either him or. Um, Paolo, uh, Keegan Murray, these guys are the ones coming off of uh, drafts really early. Uh, Jabari Smith is coming off. Um, let me see if I can find him on this list here. He's coming out early, man. And so you're going to have to spend in a lot of drafts. I've been seeing him go in that fourth to fifth round. Those are Warrior rounds. People have already gotten their solid their solid couple of players and they're starting to take shots. So um, <laughs> you're going to have to uh, pony up fourth to fifth round. I've seen him go before Jalen Green in a lot of drafts um, when people are drafting. Um, so he's usually one of the first Rockets to come off the board. Um, and then you also have um, Tari Eason. Tari Eason is uh, has a, is what we call a preseason. Uh, I don't know All Star. I don't know what you want to call it, but he's 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 been killing it coming off the bench. Issue with that is that Jabari Smith's been hurt. He hasn't been playing in this preseason too much. So Tari Eason has gotten a little bit more run. Uh, my uh, Starks' guy, Ja'Shawn Tate, uh, Tater Tots, he's actually got <laughs> hurt earlier this week. And so he's been out too during the preseason. He should he should be active and, and ready for the start of the season, but he's been out. So Tari Eason got a little bit of extra run. Um, uh, Alperin Singun is another young player we were all – hoping Singun was going to do good last year. He started off a little slow, um, but um, he's also somebody that um, you're looking at. If you're looking at trying to pick up a player, a cheap, a cheap big man later on in the drafts, um, he's available as well in those late after six round area. So, but that's a, that's the Rockets. Did you have any other players, Starks or? As far, as far as the Rockets are just players in general. Players in general. Or did you have <laughs> yeah, anything about um, the Rockets there? No, not on the Rockets, but I, I will touch up on one of your boys, and I'll probably touch up uh -oh. on another guy here soon. Um, uh -oh. It's something that comes up. Your boy, the full shark, Jordan Full, um, this year. We, now, we know that, um, you know, they, they had the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people seen the video. Um, I think he was – I think Poole was saying some – I mean, obviously he was saying some stuff to Dream. I don't know if you – did you did you know what it was, LT, what happened? Um, they 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 haven't come out with like official like wording from Pool like what he actually said, but basically okay. he was what I did read is that he was um <laughs> he was kind of getting after um triple one calling him triple one. No, nah, I'm just kidding. That's because <laughs> <laughs> all he gets is he doesn't get anything double digits. Everything's everything's in the ones. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't. I, they haven't really came out with exactly, but he was talking. He did say something specific too, uh, from what I heard. Something that uh, I guess rubbed uh, Draymond the wrong way, so he decided to, uh, you know, let him know. Uh, take take pull down a peg is yeah. what I heard. What is the wording I saw? So, um, 
he did that. He did that. He uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> so, so there there was a, a couple of things i think the, the thing i remember for a rumor that was said was uh he was at the foul line like in practice mm. he shot like an air ball right uh draymond did <laughs> and then pool was like uh i think i forgot what draymond's twitter name is or something like on the money or something like that and it wasn't he, he pulled said something like he wasn't on the money on that shot or something <laughs> but there was something on top of that afterwards to make you know draymond you know, swing, but let's get back to fantasy, right? So I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. cool. um, he he finished um, around the sixth round value last year, and actually the last two months of the regular season of last year, he was inside the top thirty-five player, averaging three and a half snipes a game, um, five assists. He's going to be under a steal. Um, he took more shots, close to 16 shots a game. And like he shoot a 90% at the charity stripe. And mm. I don't know. I, I like him. Like I, I, his, his shot is to me, is just really smooth. He's, he's different. And it's just like Golden State be getting these players, man. Like, I don't, I, it's just, it's, it's words that cannot describe how well oiled machine Golden State is. You just got to give respect for what it is. And like him mm-hmm. being a young player, just signing that contract, like, yo, just imagine it once he, I think he's a player eventually. And I know this might sound strange to some, you know, I, I'm a person that just, just takes, takes it bull by the horns. I'm going to say he's going to like have the keys to the t- to team in a few years. Right. And he'll be in the starter. Now, he may not start this year, but it doesn't matter. You can come off the bench and still be a monster, right? Let's just say he could yeah. potentially be sixth man of the year. But yeah. this dude is no joke. Um, he was a key cog of, you know, closing the help in the playoffs massively. And I think it was overlooked because obviously Clay was coming back and stuff. And, you know, but let's just call for what it is. Draymond ain't that – he ain't that guy no more. As much as, mm-hmm. you know, that could have been another thing that went down in that in that practice. Pool, he—I'll be honest—he's probably a little. I get the little sense of cockiness. He—he he is one of them, right? But <laughs> he backs up. He—you could tell by his gameplay. He backs it up. So respect to him. But like, I want to draft him in a lot of my leagues. And I know this might be extreme, but I'm—I'm all—I'm already there. This is the ISO. I remember the first year that I did a draft with LT, and LT had helped me in the fantasy years ago. And I remember LT saying like. You gonna get your boy Harden, right? And I'm just like, and, and the, the draft was too rich because um, Harden was coming off the bench when he was on OKC. <laughs> By the time we first drafted, he got traded. I'm not saying this situation is going to be the exact same. He got <laughs> traded and he started, right? But even if he came off the bench, if Harden was still coming off the bench, he would have still provided that third round value. And that's a guy coming off the bench. Now, are you saying Starks that pool is going to be a third round value type of player? I'm not saying that. But I would not be surprised. And that's the thing. He could be. So I, long story short, I think he would be an inside like a he'll be around the range of 40 to 45 value this year. Mm, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that take that risk on him this year because Golden State, they don't have nothing else to prove. Like they don't. They won a championship this uh last year, and why not give him more minutes? And I mean he averaged even a little bit more the last two months. Averaging close to 32 minutes a game. And this is a guy coming off the bench. If you're getting that many minutes, to me, essentially, you're still a starter. So I'll pass you the ball if you want to just, you know, touch up or if you got any other players, LT. Now, I got a question for you because in the ADPs, in the ADP, let's do a little quick ADP paddle. ADP battle. Um, 
You just talked about Jalen Green, right? Okay. I have three guys here in a row. I want you to tell me right now if you had an availability um, right around their ADP area, who would you pick up? Jalen Green, Jordan Poole, or Clay Thompson? They're right, they're right next to each other, those three guys. Well, Clay Thompson is easily last, right? I'm going to put okay. him there. Okay, okay. He's going before Poole and Jalen Green in Yahoo drafts right now. Yahoo, you're on some stuff. That's, <laughs> that's inaccurate. <laughs> that is tough because I'm looking at it like they look – Hand in hand, and then mm. it's like, well, dang, Stark shit. It's like you're putting pool ahead of green. Green mm. has the green light. Ha ha, dad joke. So, <laughs> which one would I choose? That is tough, man. <sighs> it's crazy. I you 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 spoke about those two. Those are you two guys. They're right next to each other. Right next to each other. Pools pools going um, in Yahoo drafts about four four spots before Jalen Green. Um. Jalen okay. Green's going extremely earlier than Poole in fan track drafts, though. The floor. Who has the safest floor? Man. It's got to it's gotta be Jalen Green, man. It's got to be. He has the be. safest floor. It's got to be him. Only because he's starting and he he's he, he, he's probably the guy. Um, and Jordan Poole, I mean, I like Jordan Poole. I think everything you said is correct. Clay's, Clay's, Clay's healthy. Clay's healthy this year, and uh, you know he he's he's uh he's he's got what what do you say when um when prices go up somewhere but you uh but you've been there for a long time so they let you stay on the old price. What's that called? I don't grandfathered know. in. Clay, Clay oh, Thompson's <laughs> grand, yeah yeah. Clay Thompson's Clay, grandfathered, grandfathered in. in. So, yeah, he's <laughs> grandfathered in, man. He he he's missed multiple seasons. He's been gone, but he's 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 grandfathered in, man. He's gonna have the, All right. the, so, the minutes. So we'll see. So it seems like I'm backing down, right? I'm gonna take green, right? But okay. I, I want to believe Paul is going to really break out like this yeah. year. You know, he's, so I, think, take, I, I, I think I think that's well, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, I think I think that's I think you're I think you can go either way, you know? Okay. Yeah, I think you can go either way on both of those guys. I think it's I think I think I, I, listening to you, man. I think you would. I think you would pick pool, man. That's just me personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it sounds like I'm I'm backing down, saying I'm going to go green. But pool, man, I I don't know something mm -hmm. about that guy. It's your boy, and I just like I remember you. You was early on him a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm, he must I'm have big, had some I'm, inconsistent game. But go ahead. No, I'm, I I love pool, man. I like his game, man. He's uh, I wish he wasn't on the Warriors. That's that's, I oh think my, that's my biggest thing. Just imagine if he was on a different team, like he was the starter. OKC or like any of these wasteland teams. He's a he's he's an all star. He's yeah, all star. All star. And Golden State just got him. Like, it, of course, Golden State just got him late. Like, no big deal. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about one of my sleepers, and I'm I want I want to ask you a couple questions, stars, because the first. 12 the first 15 picks there's a lot of uh, a lot of variance here in the first 15 picks i want to get your ideas of where these guys where you feel like these guys are uh but one of my um breakout kind of comeback player i won't even say comeback players but i'm really picking up siakam in a lot of leagues um okay. he is dropping in some leagues it looks like espn he's going the quickest i don't know what why but he is sometimes <laughs> dropping to the third round i think i got him and picked like 36 or 34, somewhere in that area, in one of my drafts. 
I think I think he is I, I think he's a second round talent, man. I think he's second round that you can second round <laughs> talent, second round that you can get in the third. He's going, he's going, he's going like after some of these other guys. Like I, I take Siakam over Devin Booker. I'll take Siakam over DeJounte Murray. I'll take Siakam over, yeah, that, you heard it here, okay? I'll take Ooh. Siakam over Cade Cunningham. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. That's how I feel about Siakam. And I think he, I think, you know what? It, the issue with Pascal is the injury concern, right? We're worried about some of those injuries. Um, we, I know a lot of people were worried about Toronto. Toronto is, uh, they're, they're, um, they're, they're are the sweatshops of the NBA. So, you know, Siakam's good for 33 minutes plus every night if he's healthy. Um, yes, they do have a newbie. Yes. Gary Trent Jr. is over there. He likes to just shoot the ball crazy, do crazy things. Um, will he repeat as the steals? I don't know. I don't know, Gary Trent. But anyways, um, I think Siakam is going to have a crazy year this year. Um, Booker may have been too far. Okay. Maybe a little too far on the Booker. Okay. I just wanted to make a point. Okay. I just wanted to make a point. Maybe a little too far on the Booker. But I'm serious. I'm serious about I'd rather have him than DeJounte Murray. And I'd rather have him than Kate Cunningham. And in most drafts, Kate Cunningham and DeJounte Murray are going before him. So um, I would prefer to have Siakam in those cases. Um, And uh, yeah, Starks, what do you feel about Pascal? And him being in, uh, healthy to start this year, and your your thought process of what I said, man. I need. I, I'm glad uh, you 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 definitely spiced this episode up. I, I didn't think we. It's been a while since we went back and forth. I want to just know if you have something to drink or eat over there because something <laughs> is in that right now, and I'm concerned. You say second round, like this is coming from a guy. Let me help the listeners. LT over the years, I think what has. Um, and it's weird because we, we have a, a similar but different style when it comes to drafting players. And I think what has hurt you, LT, this is why I think you're in the Kool-Aid so bad, is because you've been getting all these cheap big bigs, right? These cheapies, right? So so if you get like if there's like a solid center, maybe he's just going to be like this amazing Superman player to you, right? And that's why you got so excited when you said Devin Booker. This what this what hurt me. I mean, of course, that hurts my ear to say that to hear that when you said uh, Murray's palmate too. Is that what I heard? Did did, did I hear that too? That you would draft him? Yeah, over yeah, Palme over DeJ- Yes, over Dejloaf. Yes, over DeJounte <laughs> oh Murray. I'm taking. I'm taking Piascal Siakam. And listen, and listen, he is going in. In some, he is going into the second round in a lot of drafts this year. So that's his. That's his. Like in fan tracks, and I don't know what blend is. Uh, blend in, um, but um, that's where he's going. Um, but in most drafts that I'm, I'm mock drafts, drafts I'm going to, people aren't picking him in the end of the second. In most drafts I, I'm personally in, he falls into that middle. And what I mean in that middle to end of third. And if you're coming back around and he and Pascal Siakam's available. On that, I'm not saying jump in and pick him up in the second rounds, but for where he's dropping to that middle to end of third round, he's such a I feel like that's such a good value pick for anybody that is started off. If because if you're if you're getting him there, you're 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 either have Donchis, maybe you start off with Donchis, you start off with um Jason Tatum. That's where I, I feel like him and Tatum are just for, to me are such a good combination. Um, and I got Tatum in one league. I feel like they're just where you pick at and where he drops to. I think he just works so well there. Um, but uh, yeah, again, Booker may have been. I'm down on Booker this year. 
Uh, maybe that not not that down. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm down on Booker this year. But uh, yeah, that was a little. I just I wanted to I wanted to prove a point. I want to drive a point home that I think Siakam has the ability. He can stay healthy. That's the main thing of putting up second round value. Um, but you're you're, you're you know he's going in the second rounds in a lot of leagues. So. Listen, 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 man. Like I, I think you're gonna have to pay like a premium for him. Like, it, I mean, listen, if you want to that, I'm going to leave that to you. I, I mean, it's, I feel like I've had Pascal the last couple of years for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, and, and you know, to each his own, you know, if you, if you, I know you're driving the point. Yeah. When you said Booker, I was like, man, you're really pushing, you're, you're really pushing the envelope here. <laughs> um, but I will say this, there's two players I would almost, I, you know, would rather have at a different mm-hmm. value. And that would be, you know, Gary Trent Jr. I mean, you know, okay. probably that. And then Scotty Barnes, right, from last okay. year. Um, but, I mean, I'm not down on Pascal, but I'm also going to say, like, his usage, I think, is going to continue to regress a little bit just because mm-hmm. of the other coming players, right? Because, you know, Scotty Barnes, when he had a – I didn't expect – like, that That was a guy I missed in all of my drafts last mm-hmm. year. You know, that, that one hurts. You know, he finished – where is Scotty Barnes? He finished inside the top 70, a rookie. Mm. And like, gosh, I remember Abe getting him. You know, he comes on the episode from time to time. He got him probably like after the hundreds in a redraft league. Like that's a yeah. that's a steal, right? Um, but you know, when you have rookies like that in a team like Toronto, for instance, like let's look at it. Pascal is the veteran, so respect, right? So even LT driving the home. So I'm gonna side with him on this. When you have veteran, and he's still young, right? When you have a presence like Pascal Siakam, that gives him even still like he's safe, like he's a safe player, like to draft. If anybody's the safest GM in any fantasy that we play, of course, it's Troy. So LT is drinking a little bit of Troy's Kool-Aid just to get a safe player. Right. In Pascal's, they used to, they call him Spicy P. Right. But I think, honestly, he's just really just a he's boring. I'm just calling for what it is. He's a boring player. Fantasy. Boring. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I went there, you know, so. Okay. You you made it. I guess you just made it more special because you were pushing him hard in the second round. But to be honest with you, when you said like people will pass on him because you have other players, I think it's because more sexy names stick out, and that's different from you, right? Because you always like the spicy players. But I mean, he Pascal might be spicy to you. Um, I guess here's my question: Have you ever maybe? Of course, maybe this year. How many have you had Pascal like throughout the years, LT? In any, I had him. I had him before. I had him before. Okay. Okay. I had him before, but that was um, the year I had him. I feel like their team was completely different. So Scotty Barnes wasn't there. Um, Gary Trent obviously wasn't there. Um, I, I I don't even remember who else. I don't think a newbie was even there yet. Maybe when I had him. So I had him a couple of years ago. Um, him and him and Van Vliet are the two that are going in that you know uh, between that second and fourth round. Uh, those are the two guys. Scotty Barnes does go usually in the, you know, kind of later uh, in those, uh, in that fourth round, usually you see okay. Scotty Barnes go. So a lot of those Raptors go early, um, you know, first five rounds, someone's picking up a Raptor from that starting lineup and you got to do it. Be, uh, Al, Alan Robinson touchdown. Um, you got to do it with. Um, Seriously? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For <laughs> once. I didn't, I didn't play him. So that's awesome. Um, so, <laughs> hey, perfect. I didn't play him. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, gotcha. Oh um, yeah. He's like, gotcha. Gotcha. LT. Um, anyways, uh, but the thing, the thing, the reason why I like Pascal this year is just where you're getting him. 
Um, when he came back out of injury last year, um, he I thought OG Anubi was coming in and taking over like that that kind of that, that spot. And Pascal came back in and said, "No, nah, this is my team, dog." And he, him, and Van Vliet were the two. Um, it was there was a drop off that I saw between them two, Scotty Barnes and and Anubi. Now, if Scotty Barnes takes that next step, then you know, obviously that that hurts my predictions um, this year. But I don't I don't think that happens this year. And I think I think it's the Siakam Van Vliet show. Um, that's what I think. And they're all and they're both gonna. I'm telling you, 35 minutes plus a game is is just minimum minimum for that team um for those starters you know they're gonna play heavy minutes and they usually always are in the hunt and so they, they even in those uh those later seasons and playoff schedules they're gonna be playing a lot okay here's a question for you yes sir now i will say this if if anybody drafts him if i was to draft him i would have to get him like begin and it's not gonna happen beginning of the fourth round or potentially the mid third round he's not gonna be there I, I can't, I can't, I just can't. But might be. here's my question to you, LT. Do you take Gobert or Siakam right there? On a, on a third, in the third round? Yeah. If, if if it's the third round, I'll take Gobert. But Gobert doesn't, it, I, he wouldn't, he wouldn't make it there. I don't think Gobert would make it there. All right, cool. Let, let me throw this at you. Do you take uh, our boy uh, Morbius? Do you take Morbius? Mobley, or do you take Siakam? <laughs> I'll take Siakam over Mobley. All right. And here's the here's another. I'm going to throw two more players. Do you take Miles Turner or do you take Siakam there? <laughs> that depends on my team makeup, but okay. probably, probably I would take Siakam. But if I'm, if I already have, that's the thing. If I already have, uh, who else is going up there? If I already have, Gobert or something with that team or something like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to dominate in blocks. Turner goes up like five. You know he, he's a he's a second or third round pick for me because I'm trying to dominate blocks. Okay, and one more. I want you to put all right. One more. I want you to put these three players, these three big men in order in your okay. preference. DeAndre Ayton, Porzingis, Siakam. Oh yeah, that's easy. Uh, I got I got Porzingis. Siakam, and then who's the who's the who's the third one? Aiden. Aiden, yeah, Aiden's third. Um, I got I got I got I got Porzingis in that spot. In that spot, okay. I would take Porzingis. But okay. the issue, the, but again, the safer pick is Siakam for all yeah. three of those. Um, they the Andre Aiden, I don't I don't trust him to bring back third round value, and then Porzingis, I trust him, but I don't trust his health. So um, <laughs> yeah. he may, he may, he may play like over or under 50 games this year. What do you think, Starks, for, for, for Zingas? For Zingas? Uh, <laughs> over or under 50 games. <laughs> I've got so much of a heart for Przingis. I'm I know, man. I know you, you love, you love, you love the unicorn, man. I know. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, hopefully, I'm just going to just take a whim and say he'll play over 50 games this year. Man, I hope. I wish. I, I would wish. That would, that would be. I wish upon a star. <laughs> wish I may, right? <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I don't. Man, I, I've seen him a couple times on my on my draft, and I just I just go somewhere else. So, okay. Now, now here's a player I just want to talk about. Then I'll just probably touch up on a bus player. But this okay. is what I find a little interesting this year. Unless I've, I've, like I said, this is me this year for the listeners. 
I'm trying to get back into the the fantasy form. LT is definitely ahead of the game of me. Um, but you know, I don't know if you can check, but is this accurate from what the Yahoo rankings have? Like, do they have Bill at rank 32? Is that my understanding? So Bill? you can check that. But yeah, I can it, check that real quick for you. What I, they show? I, it feels like there's a lot of players that is ahead of him. You know, they got Jimmy Butler. I mean, I you know, I I can kind of get that. But then it's like John Moran and Garling, which which is my boy Garlic Jr. Darius mm-hmm. Garland. Like if you were to say, hey, Stars, do you take Darius Garland or Bradley Beal? Now I know they're different players, right? But like just mm-hmm. value in what they can finish at at the end of the season. What what I feel safer on, honestly, as much as I like Garland, I, I'm I think the safe thing if Bill, if you tell me Bill's going to be healthy the whole season and he, they play, he plays the whole season. I think I'm still going to take Bill. Like, I don't know if this is right, but it has Garland ahead of Bill um, with a couple other yeah, that's, players. That's accurate. That's accurate. That's Bill accurate. is, uh, yeah, Bill is, from my memory, a couple of mock drafts, a couple other drafts I've seen, that plus ones I've done, going at the turn of the third to fourth round. Wow. And, and to yeah. me, like, he's a second-round player to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think it's that okay. recency bias because it's like he didn't play last year, yeah, pretty much. So it's you know people the the rankings kind of show that, and then it's like does he play this year? Yeah. All the games, you know, they, are they going to be good enough for him to play at the end of the year? Um, this I mean, I mean you, I mean you like Bill, you like Porzingis. They 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 need each other. They if they can pull it off. Cool, but um, the other parts of their roster are kind of weird. So I don't. I'm not a. I like Beal actually. And um, if your if your if your team if you got a team that's really really trying to hammer down points, be the best points guy on your team. Third round Beal or fourth or fourth fourth round Beal is a is a is a go. Yeah, it's a go route. And you got Tyreek Hill. Get him. Uh, don't don't. <laughs> collect $200. And if you're trying to dominate in points, because Bill's going to have, you know, 30, 30 plus point games often um, on that team. I think that team's gotten weaker. Um, but as far as they have Kuzma, the Q's, they got Porzingis. Um, I don't think, I don't even think Rui, I don't think Rui's um, starting. I don't think Rui's starting, but I just, I, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to win. 20, 25 games this year. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Gafford, Todd Gibson's over there. Why is he still playing? Todd Mahal, um, Kispert. Um, yeah, got man. Will, got Will Barton. Got Will Barton, man. No, yeah, Will Barton is a, he's always, you know, late round pick. You know, he always finds a way to score. Um but uh, yeah, their team's weaker. Uh, definitely, they, we went to Denny's. Uh, they're having breakfast as well. Um, I just, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're looking at Beal, I think he's gonna score a lot of points this year. Again, he has efficiency issues, field goal percentage. So keep that in mind. Uh, Porzingis too. They're gonna throw everything at Porzingis that he can handle. With you know that his 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 long <laughs> his his long uh, injury prone feet and legs can handle, and. Uh, and uh, they're going to be great. Your issue with the, both of those guys is end of the year when you need your when you need your studs. 
your top five, the six round picks to come up for you big in the playoffs. They may not be there. <laughs> they may not show up as magic. Hey, they ain't going to be there. Just like magic Johnson said. So um, you just gotta, you just gotta be careful with that. But other than that, you know, it's looking, it's looking, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that's why Bill's falling. And that's why you're, you're kind of looking weird. Um, I picked up Garland in a lot of leagues. I think Garland's going to have a great year. Um, the Cavs are like kind of like that fresh new thing. Everyone's everyone's picking up Cavs early, like Mobley, Garland, yeah. um, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, those guys are getting picked up early in on the Cavs squad um, within that, you know, those first six rounds. So a lot of people are going heavy on the Cavs. Oh, Jared Allen's in there too. Yep. Hey man, Cle- hey Cleveland coming, yo. <laughs> they yeah, they 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 got a they got a squad. They got a yeah. squad, man. And you gotta you gotta be you you know what? I think they're gonna I'm glad we can watch those games for free. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we watch those games for free, man. But uh yeah, they're gonna be fun to watch. And uh I think they're I think they can be, you know, in the east. I think they they got a chance, they got a shot, man. They got a squad. Yeah. I think they're, you know, if Chris Middleton doesn't get it together, get healthy. Um, yeah, man, I think, I think they can be, they can really rival the Nets and the Bucks. Um, we'll see what happens when the season starts, who's good and who's actually who's actually good and who's actually not. Um, well, okay, you said you had a bus player, Starks. What what's your yeah. bus your bus player? Oh man, is as hard as it I don't and see I'll, I'll I gotta be I'll be I have to be careful with this with this because <laughs> well, I'm gonna try to dig deeper too but i'm gonna go to a player like obviously he's getting drafted early what we're accustomed mm-hmm. to players has been that player's been just given longevity i'm just going to say the name i think chris paul this might be the year where he starts Ooh. to slow down. i love me chris paul he's been consistent he's not really regressed honestly but i think what is he 36 to 37 years old um mm-hmm. i'm the playoffs <laughs> so does he turn that next age in the playoffs is like he just started turning the ball over. <laughs> now that doesn't mean that's what he's going to be in you know the regular season. I'm going to. Where is he going in Yahoo? I think he is going inside the top twenty-five still. Hold on. Where... No, 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 no. no. Uh, he's going inside the thirty-five. Okay, forty. Yeah, stop. Yeah, stop. Top thirty-six or first three rounds. Yes, sir. Okay. And 12 teams. I think this is a year I, I just will. I think he's go, okay. I can't say he's going to, but I mean, I've already called it out. So I'm going to stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's a bust player because of his age. Is he, is mm-hmm. he still going to probably be a player inside the top 25? There's a really good chance, but I'm just, I have to call out maybe one of these players that stick out. I'm, I'm, I'm this is sucks for Phoenix, man. The year. I feel like Chris Paul has the the worst luck, man. He had the opportunity in the the the, the, the finals. Sorry, sir. You, I don't think Phoenix is getting back. Chris Paul, I am mm-hmm. sorry, man. I'm sorry what happened to you when they nixed the trade in you know LA when Kobe was still around and you was about to play with Kobe, get a championship. You go to Phoenix, Devin Booker. Y'all was playing well until you came up against Giannis. And I think, was they up 2-0 to zero in, the, in the finals and they just got beat after that, like 4-2? to two? Just destroyed. Yeah. Just destroyed. Um, so, 
so I mean, well, Starks, why do you think he's a bus player? I mean, he's been safe all of his career. I just think it's just more of his age. You know, they, you know, obviously age is nothing but a number is what they say, but I also know like you have to be realistic with yourself. It's going to be a point in time that he is going to bust and start regressing. Um, why does, why would he bust? Well, I guess from my eyes, from the playoffs, and I don't want to take that little small dosage of what I see because that was just anybody has a bad game, right? Like it happens. Players going like stars always have like a couple bad games here and there, but he was looking a little bit slower. Um, is he still going to be the gritty dog and still do great things? Yeah, I mean he's still going to be a top fifty player. There's no it's answer buts about, it. but where he's getting drafted, thirty five. That's I mean. I don't, I can't, I won't, I'll pass. I'll pass on him. That's all I got. I, I know. That, so the listeners are like, well, Milana, it starts. It's not enough. You're right. That's not enough, but that's, I just call him. <laughs> <to do. laughs> he, he's, he's so Chris Paul. It's funny. You mentioned Chris Paul. He's in that, um, as we mentioned, Troy, I know if he's watching, if he ever watches this, he'd be like, you know, I'll get, you know, why you keep bringing me up, but he's one of those Troy players, man. Um, if you're, if you're doing a punt points, team so like uh maybe like a tyrese halliburton um type of team um we were doing a point uh punt points chris paul's like a like a, a solid guy in that third or fourth round if you're punting points um if you're not punting points though um understand that his 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 involvement in this offense is purely to set people up and get people in the right position and to play decent defense and get some steals here and there uh, but I really don't think his day. I really think his days as a as one of those top line fantasy steal artists. I don't know. If, I don't know. If this, I think this is the year where he regresses in that stat line. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he gets those high. You know, you get him because he can get you to you know to to average two steals a game um, in his in his prime fantasy. Uh, uh, you know, when he had the cape on, the Batman cape on. But I just I don't know if he's going to give you that this year. I think that goes down. Also, um, Drew Holiday. I put him. I put him and Drew in the same area. Those guys are safe point guard bats in that third or fourth round turn. Um, I see a lot of people pick those guys up just to get some add some stability to their squad. If they if they've gotten somebody that's you know like an Anthony Davis. You know you you know you pick Anthony Davis. You take a flyer on him in the second. Uh, the last thing you want to do is pick up somebody in the third that's going to maybe also miss time. Uh, so Drew Holiday is another guy. Yes, he has some injury issues when he was, you know, or some out of um, out of league issues, you know, stuff that he had to deal with and going on. But he's been relatively healthy as he come back and he's he's ready to go. No Chris Middleton means that his offensive production is going to increase in the beginning of this year as well. And we know Middleton is out at least probably until end of, you know next year. Um, so those are things that we just got to uh, keep in mind. I like Chris Paul this year. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not down on him, Starks, but I'm also not excited about him. I'm never <laughs> excited about Chris Paul. I'm, I don't think I've ever picked him in any league I've ever had. I don't think I've ever wow. had Chris Paul. Yeah. I don't, it's just one of those guys where I, I never play that style. Um, I never played fantasy in that style. You know, that he's, he's one of those players where if you get him, you're getting him because you're, you're really, you're really leaning into that no points. Uh, no points punting type of thing. And I, I like to see points on my board, man. That's just me. I like to pick players for points in fantasy and try to win that way with other stats and other ways. But um, 
Drew Holiday. I, I prefer Drew this year. Um, so I do. I, I'm with you, Starks. I prefer, I prefer Drew over Chris. And he's going like one or two spots. But in Yahoo, Chris Paul's going like seven spots earlier than Drew. So I would take Drew over Chris. Okay, nice. nice. You have any uh, bus players? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have. Uh, let me see. Let me. Let me take a quick look. Of any of these top guys that oh yeah i do i do have one not a uh, not a but i don't i just think that you gotta quell uh expectations on yeah. donovan mitchell on donovan mitchell <laughs> yeah. i just don't i just listen he's going before garland i don't agree with that i think garland oh. i think garland is the better player this year on in a oh. category league yeah okay. points leagues maybe donovan maybe in points leagues but in a category style league Don, a lot of things that Donovan does well is score. Is he going to be more efficient this year? I don't know. I don't. I, I bet not. <laughs> I bet he's still inefficient on on a per game basis for those field goal percentages. Um, is he going to still score? Yeah, they still. He, he. That's why they brought him over here to have a, a solid uh, score in crunch time. But Darius Garland has taken multiple steps, um, and I feel like he is almost okay. Listen, do not quote me on this, but he's like the. It's like the new ish uh, Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 just he does it. He does everything well. He's a great point guard. He gets you those high tier assists that you're looking for in those those second to third to fourth rounds. Um, and he's just he's just he's on a good team, you know. And that's I think that's the other thing. There's enough talent around him to facilitate those assists. Um, so he'll get those high assists. Sometimes when you get like point guard players and bad teams. Even though they have the ability to, um, this is Lillard. I, I feel like this is a Lillard thing too. Um, Lillard had great assists early on. He had great teammates around him, people knocking down shots. And as you know, as those teammates withered away, you know, I seen him. He was passing the rock, but people weren't making shots. So it doesn't matter if you. It doesn't matter how good you are as a point guard. If the people you pass through can't score with it, it's not going to matter. Um, so I think Darius Garland's around so much talent. I think that pick and pop with Mitchell is going to be devastating. Um, I think uh, Jared Allen, um, you know, picking Evan Mobley, you know, he's just surrounded by so many great. He can be that, you know, 18 to 20, you know, almost average close to 10 assists a game. I think that's Garland this year. Um, and uh, and so I think I think he does better than both those guys, um, Donovan and Chris Paul this year. That's that, that's very that's a, that's a good one. Um Mitchell, man, like I will say this, I, I know it was one of the ones with a few other people that looked at Mitchell in dynasty formats. And I was like, I think this guy's going to be a good player. And he mm-hmm. definitely has. That doesn't mean I get him right because I get a lot wrong, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he was definitely one of the ones that I believe was I was able to get it right. The frustrating thing, because I feel like I've always tried to get Donovan Mitchell. He's rich. He's definitely rich this year. You got to pay. You know what I mean? You got to pay. All, essentially, ever since his rookie year, you got to pay every year for him. But some of the years, that it, there has been disappointment, right? Because, you know, coming out, I have to look. I don't know how far I can go back. I'm assuming maybe 2017. Maybe he, he, I don't know. Do you know what year he came out of? Is it 2017, 2018? I can't remember. Um, but he, 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 and as you look, just let me know. He finished like, you know, top 40. And then every, um, or excuse me, 40, no, top 50, 54-ish. But every single year after that, he stayed there. He stayed like a little bit outside the top 50 
all of those years, ever since his rookie year, do you 2017? Okay. 2017. Perfect. So he finished top 54. Amazing for a rookie. Amazing. So then after that year, you're like, shoot, I'm gonna I have to pay this premium. But he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna blow up even more. And typically in fantasy or even the NBA, when you have a rookie and they they come out the year when three years they're supposed to be like after their third year, there's like I forgot what the the value or the, how they break it down in the fantasy analytic community, but they're supposed to be like this amazing player, right? If they already mm-hmm. have this potential. And to be honest, he finished 54 first year, 56 the next year, 54 again, and then last year 46. I mean, that's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, not last year, the year before that, 46. And it's like, yo, are you going to finish top 25? Because you've been valued at that like every draft every year and you did not give the returns. So where LT is saying is he's not really wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he has not been that player. Now, I will say this, because one thing that I've been saying over the years, what has frustrated me about Donovan Mitchell is to me, in my opinion, he needs to get to the charity stripe more. He needs to get to the free throw line more. I don't know why. I mean, he takes a lot of shots. Don't get me wrong. I like to pump up the volume. LT knows that. But it's like, yo, I'm not saying be like Harden back in the day, but drive to the whole board, figure out the way to draw contact to get to the charity stripe. And I would think over the prediction that I made years ago, okay, maybe potentially for him to get better, he's going to get to the foul line more, more attempts. He hasn't done that. It's been essentially the same. But last year, how did he finish inside finally the top 25? How? Well, let's look. What did he improve in? His minutes has been uh, relatively the same. His threes, his his points, what what has really made his value jump up? I'll tell you what his value is. LT had touched up on his field goal percentage, rose up a little bit last year, Mm -hmm. and his steal rate. When he came into the league, he was known for his defensive prowess. Like, that's what he was expected for. So when he started scoring, that changed the whole dynamic of the player. And when he did that, you would think, oh, shoot, he's going to automatically be a good player. But that's the issue. The last few years, his steal rate went down. Now, last year, he finished steal rate of one and a half steals a game. The question is, is he going to stay at one and a half or more this year? If he does, then it's worth it. But I don't know if that's going to be him, because one thing I'm excited for is he is going to pump up the volume. I understand LT had mentioned there's all the players there. That Cleveland is a talent there, right? They have players. But I think he's going to be jacking up a lot of shots regardless. Like, they paid him the money. Cleveland went to go get him. You'd be surprised. Like, I think we're honestly surprised that he went to Cleveland. Like, yeah, I didn't think super that. surprised. That's crazy. And then his last – I think maybe that was his last preseason game in, in, in October 12th. He took 26 shots. That's pump up the volume. Like, I'm all for that. I'm all for I don't care if you're missing them. And he was missing them. He only made eight of those shots. I understand it's the preseason game. I definitely understand that. But will I pay the premium? That's the question. Because LT's like, you know, we got to kind of quell him. This is like, got to be careful of this. Just put this bus connotation on this player. Um, after, I was agreeing with LT, but then I was like, I'm probably still agreeing with LT. I just think I'm just like, man, I'm probably going to have a heart still for him, even regardless, because he was my guy, right? But if you're going to pump up the volume, which I do believe he definitely is, is he worth the player to draft? Is he in, is he inside the top 25 that you got to probably draft him? I'm assuming LT. I don't know if you could check that on Yahoo real quick. Yeah, you can. He's in the uh, Yahoo's. He's 25. 
He's right in there, 24, 25. Uh, Fantrax, he's top 30. And just like LT was saying, Garland, love Garland, love Garland Jr., man. Like, that's my, that's like, I got both my boys. Like, they backcourt. Like, that's yeah. my favorite backcourt. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm sure you like that backcourt now. 25 is just, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if he, I don't, that's rich. You're, 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 you're completely going for Donovan Mitchell's like height, like his best season he's ever had. He's going to have it this year. I just can't say that I feel like that's going to be the case. I think he's going to be good for, I think in regular, I think it's going to, he's going to be better for r- real uh, basketball, but for like fantasy purposes, does he, st- I don't think he get, he reaches that top 25 this year. I just, me personally, um, the jazz last year were, they, they got so much injuries going on back there last year. It was, it was basically, it was just, it was just Donovan, man. It was just Donovan. He was out there doing it all. So, you know what I'm saying? I just, I think, I think, I think, I, again, I don't think he, I think he's a good, like, if, if he fell to me and I'm like where Siakam was going in some of these drafts, I had like middle third, end of the, end of the third round, I would grab Donovan Mitchell every time. But the fact that he's going in like the second round, like into the second, some, sometimes I see him go like second round, some second round pick. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't do that. That's, that's, that's honest. Um, I'm 50, 50. I'm scared to draft. Like you said, it's, it's rich. Like you're paying what you expect. And if you don't get that, there's a good mm. chance he can fall back in top 50 right. and you ain't going to get yeah. that top 25 value <laughs> for this year. And this Oof. is, this is why I can, I kind of lean on, I believe he could be potentially like, we're not, so I don't want to make it seem like we're just calling him a bus player. I, I think it's mm. like perceived, like we don't think he's going to, they're going to finish at that value. Right. Yeah. Because the thing that sticks out to me looking at his past years, if this is two things, that's a big, if we know he's going to take a lot of shots, but here's the thing. Will he average over one and a half steal a game. And then mm. will he be shooting over um 45-ish percent? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. That's and that's tough. Like he's not he's not uh like an efficient shooter, you know what I'm saying? No. So yeah. that's the tough thing. So if he does not up his free throw percentage, if he doesn't um have his steal rate to be the same or even better, then you're not gonna get that value. Like that's just real. You can't dance around that. In the last two years prior to that, he was only averaging a steal. That's Damian Lillard, right? Like only averaging a steal. And Damian Lillard struggled most of his career in the beginning of getting a steal a game, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Poole. Poole's not a steal artist either. So you're like, where do those steals go? Go. So if he does that, which I don't think he is because they're going to give him the keys to shoot, he's going to be tired, probably too tired and to play defense also. Um so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in agreement with LT. Now I'm going to transition and say there. Now there is one player I'll, I'll leave, and then we can get to the clutch shot, or unless you have someone else, a, a, a bus player that I think it's going to happen. I think this one might be a little bit better. Uh-oh. A a safe. Oh god, you said something. No, no, no. I said uh oh. Okay. A safe player. He's been safe all these years. A player. And this is another player. This is another player we um when I first drafted with LT. Got him late, and he's been very well all through his career. Center, Nikola Vucevic. I think he's a bust this year. Why do uh, I call him a bust this year? Oh, Vooch. Yeah, Vooch has been a safe 
very solid big man. Now, he finished inside the top 30 last year. Here's my concerns. You play for Chicago. Chicago is a good team. That's not just that's not a knock on them, right? So you think, well, if he plays on a good team, better stats, he should be a solid player. Well, here's the issue. When you finish inside the top 30, he's been uh, relatively a top 25-ish player or better. And actually, he's been top, let's put it this way, he's been top 15 or top, top 20 or better the last three years. In two of those years, he was almost inside the top 10. Really good. And he's, I think, valued in Yahoo. You can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, LT, at 36. So you're going to mm. pre- it's pretty much essentially draft him. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, like mid or early third round for a center. Yep. That's typically fine. You know, and I actually, you would think you're cutting a coupon. Here, Here's here's the thing. Wait, there's more is what the, the saying goes, right? He finished inside the top 30. Cool. Okay, you're cutting the coupon. No, maybe you're not. The last two months of last year, he was outside the top 50. Well, what happened? His minutes crept down a little bit. His snipe, he went from 1.4 threes a game to 1.1. His rebound rate went down. He was an 11 rebound last year. In that last two months of last year, uh, he was under 10. Okay. Uh, His block rate went down. His field goal percentage went up cool. But also, here's another thing. His usage rate has slowly crept down. Mm-hmm. Usage rate, you can you can do the formula in a lot of different ways, but that is typically tied with turnovers and uh, uh, field goal attempts. And his field goal attempts has crept down over the years. He was only averaging less than 16 last year, right? The year prior before that was only 20 a game. Or I was, it was more. It was 2 and 20 a game. And then even in his Orlando days, he was shooting like close to 17. So those things that I look at and pay attention because I think this is maybe the time. And I'm not saying he's going to be a sorry player or anything. He's still going to be relatively good. But we got to call find a bus player. Um, I think where you're paying him at, can he finish inside the top 35? He should. But I'm looking at this player and I think there's a regression that's coming his way. Yeah. I mean, the uh, law of averages says that he is old. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, with that being stated, um, we will go ahead and I just, you know, I think he will still be decent. Um, I think he'll still be serviceable, but like you stated before, I just feel like in that area of the draft, I'd rather have Evan Mobley. Um, so, yeah. you know, and he's going before Evan Mobley. So you got to think about it. If you're in that position and someone didn't already jump on Evan Mobley, someone didn't already jump on DeAndre Ayton. Um, someone didn't already jump on Porzingis. You got to think in your head, like, do I want Valatunas or do I want to take a uh, take a, uh, a you know a flyer on a younger guy who will have uh, maybe even more usage um, than Vucevic does on a team in which um, is up and coming, which is the Cavs. Um, I would take Mobley over Vucevic. It's just one of those things where um, a lot of people like safe players, and he's a safe floor player, and so. <laughs> Yeah, he's a safe. Yeah, Vucevic is a safe floor, and so it depends on your style. A lot of people will get him because he's just a just just a safe floor. So, um, but I wanted to, I just want to ask you just real quick, man. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions here, and then we can get to our uh, our uh, kind of final shots here. Um, so I want to get your idea in the first round. There's like uh, top five. I want to see if any of these don't belong to you. If you feel like they do belong. And they're, they they sound correct to you. So, of course, we have Nikola Jokic. We have the Greek Freak. We have Luka Doncic. We have Joel Embiid. 
We have Kevin Durant. Anybody there, that's top five. Is anybody there you feel like should be taken out? Someone else should be put in. So Jokic, Embiid, Durant, Greek, freaking uh, Luca, right? Uh, Jokic, Jokic. Yeah, those are the Jokic. top five right there. Yeah. Those are the that top five. Probably... And those are who are going normally one through five in, in, in drafts. Um, so the not- notable people not going top five is uh, Harden. Do you feel like Harden should go in for Durant or Donchis, or do you think that's those are the top five? I I feel like there's a player. Okay, this is going to make people very angry. <laughs> Dynasty <laughs> format. Yeah, this is going to obviously make someone angry. Luka Doncic in a dynasty format, this makes sense. Obviously, he's probably going to be the one. Let's just call for what it is. In a redraft league, and this is where people are going to be angry, Luka should not be a top five player in redraft. I don't think so. I've been, and, and I love Luka, and I know like that's going to, it's going to offend some people on here. I love Luka. I'm, I'm not saying he's terrible. I mean, he's obviously like an MVP type of caliber player. And I know he's been doing well in the preseason, but I've been. This is what I've been saying over the last years. He was been being drafted even I think last year like number one player or in fantasy even probably the, the year prior before that. But he has not. Um, he hasn't cracked uh, inside the top ten, inside the top fifteen. Period. Period. That's a hard pill to swallow, and I know there is some fanboys. Or Luca and I love you guys, and I'm sorry if that is a, a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. Now, am I said, well, Starks, are you saying he's not going to finish inside the top 10 or inside the top 15 or even top five? I am not saying that, but I'm looking at what is the likelihood of him finishing the top five? I I would rather, so who would I replace? Now, Harden, no, he's not going to be a top five. But I, I think those days are over, right? I love Harden still. I don't think he... He unless he got in shape this year. I heard that he got in shape, but I, I heard he looks good. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking spry. Looking spry. Um, so the okay, so to stop dancing, the top five, I would probably take Luca out. Okay. Greek okay. freak, I think is safe. Durant, the issue is we know injury history. If he's if he's healthy, he's he could be a number one player. Mm-hmm. Joker, perfect. We know we don't have to worry about that. It's obviously Katie's the health concern. Luca. So, okay, it would be probably out of those two people, right? Katie or Luca, right? Mm-hmm. So why would I take Katie? Because of injury history, right? If I'm, okay, so if you tell me, well, Stark, do you think Katie, if Katie was healthy, then that's a safe bet. But since I'm concerned about the health injury, the, the history, then it would be between Katie and Luca. So I think I'm just going to take Luca out. <laughs> and okay. I just think okay. I'm already stuck here. All right. Um, and who would I replace him with? That would be the question. Um, I, I think I would just put Curry right there instead. Curry. That's what okay. I have on my five. Okay. Curry out. Okay. That's interesting. That's super interesting. Um, I uh I don't agree. But okay. the only reason why I don't agree is because I think Luca, I think I think I think Luca this year, with the team he has this year, will be will be better. But that's just me projecting my thoughts on what I think will happen and not what has happened. Um, you, really think, quick. Do you, yeah. do you think he finished inside the top five this year? I don't, I don't, okay. fin- I don't think he finishes inside the top five this year. I think he finishes inside the top 10. 
but not okay. the top five. I okay. wouldn't pick Luca in the top five. If I had the third or fourth or fifth round pick, I probably wouldn't get Luca. Um, I think I had the sixth pick, or I think I had the seventh pick, and I Harden fell to me, so I just went ahead and picked up Harden. And I can't even say fall because um, Harden sometimes goes before Luca, and sometimes Luca goes before Harden. So it depends on the players in your league. Um, and then the, the next little five here is Jason Tatum. You already said Curry's out, but Jason Tatum, Curry, Harden, Trey Young, and Carl Anthony Towns. Do you feel like Tyrese Halliburton is a top 10 to 12 player? This And this is the player that I I like me some Halliburton, but I know he's got the key so-called in Indiana. Mm-hmm. If we were talking about a bus player at his value, what they're perceiving this guy as, he's a potential bus, right? I, I don't – I like Halliburton. Don't get me wrong. I don't – in my opinion, he should not be in the tier. And I know he's like, well, shoot, we might as well – it only makes sense because to put him in the top 10, since he has the keys, he finished inside the top 25, so maybe he's going to play better. But I'm not there yet. I, I feel I, – I still feel – it's a little sensitive to me. I don't. I don't think he's earned that in my opinion, but I also understand how he could. Is there a good possibility that he, he is in that group that he, he warrants that? Potentially. Um, but do I think he will this year? I, I, I don't, I don't think so. LT. I, I, I'm just not with that right now, man. Um, and plus he's got a little ailing injury right now, but you know, he could definitely, he can definitely finish inside the top 10 for me. I'm, I'm going to fade on that. For, for this okay. year. I hope, I hope he proves me wrong. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting. Tyrese Halliburton has been going consistently in drafts I've seen as well as this in the top 10 uh, in that and in, in, in sometimes in that 12th spot turnaround uh, for that last, you know, if you're in 12 team, that 12 team guy usually goes Tyrese Halliburton Towns sometimes Tyrese Halliburton um, Lillard. Lillard's been dropping in a lot of drafts too to that end of first round, he's available in most leagues. Trey's going before Lillard. Um, Curry, sometimes I've seen Curry go late too in some drafts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Curry, um, LaMelo. Now, things have changed a little bit because LaMelo got hurt. Yeah. But before, I mean, LaMelo was going before everybody. So <laughs> LaMelo was really going early. Um, so I wanted to get your idea because uh, the, the first round is a little bit – it's very weird this year. And I know we always talk about loving to wait till that last pick, you know, getting that end of the round pick to get that turnaround. And it's very high capital this year for great players that had bad years last year are not they're 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 people who are picking like eight to twelve or getting just stealing players, I feel like. So just keep in mind, if you got a draft, you're in that last round area. Me personally, Lillard looks like a good pickup. Um, he's on a he's on a mission this year to prove that he's that he's good. Um, you're looking at um, Kyrie Irving, I feel like, is another guy that slips and falls in the early second rounds. I think he's a first-round talent. It's just the out, outside of the, you know, outside of the game issues. And, there's you know, they're not worried about that too much this year. There's no restrictions on the games he's playing. So he's a he he's he's also another high minutes guy too. Um he played he played the most minutes on that team last year when he was when he was in. So just keep that in mind that he, he does play. When he plays, he plays and plays as well, usually. Um LeBron James too. You can get him in those 
like the middle of second round still, and he's he's he he usually brings back pretty good value. So I mean, so like that's another thing. I t- listen real quick. I take LeBron over him. Mm-hmm. I would take Palmade Murray over him. <laughs> you take Palmade Murray? I, take I don't Palmade know about Murray. that. Yes, uh, that's what I'm I saying. I think this is that. yeah. I'm going hard. That's that. When I see that, I'm glad you brought him up. That that Halliburton. That value was so rich. Like, I don't know. I wanted, I wanted to know your I, I, I've always wanted to ask you about that because I, I was surprised when I first started getting into it and I was doing mock drafts. I'm like, man, my man Tyrese, listen, I know he can sing, but man, he's really <laughs> okay. going, he's really going very high in these drafts. I know he, he's going baby he's boy like a triple, him. yeah, baby. <laughs> I know he's doing triple, do- you know, I, I know what he did last year. I know he's on a bad Indiana team, a bad Pacers team. I get it, but I just, I just feel like it's too rich. Now I got him in the second round of my I think in one of these years I got him in the second round mid mid second almost okay. you know so it, it I felt like there I felt a little better taking him um, on a Harden team which I felt like would be great but overall like he was going like top eight top nine I've seen him go and so it's crazy to me. And, and he's going ahead of Lillard too, right? Yeah. He, well, in uh, yeah, he's going ahead of Lillard. He's going ahead of John Morant. Um, to be honest, in most leagues too, he's he in the beginning he was going earlier. He's now like end of the first, beginning of the second. So like that twelve to fifteen range, I've seen him go. But still, he's going before Lillard in a lot of drafts. He's going before John Morant. He's going before Booker, Davis, Kyrie, Paul George. Uh, all of those guys. He's going before all of those guys. And he's even going before LaMelo now because of the injury. And I would take I would I would take LaMelo before Tyrese Halliburton. Um okay. even with that injury concerns. That's yeah, that's 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 too rich. I'm glad you brought that up. That's too rich. I'm mean, that's not that's to all say he ain't... go ahead. No, I was gonna say that's all I had. No, no, but what were you about to say? No, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that he can't finish inside the top. 10 but or 12 or whatever mm-hmm. but i i'm I'll, i'm cool i'll let someone take that risk man he should be a good player this year though for sure yeah absolutely absolutely all right did you have any more questions on hand or that was it no that was all i had i can next time i'll think of some more i'll have some written okay. down for you but yeah, that, those that are all good. i have for now yeah that's definitely good um but yeah even like i know lebron is like value is probably down but my gosh like he gets Finer with age, man. You had him. What you have him last year, right? Yeah, I had him last year. He was putting in work for me, man. Golly. Absolutely. Absolute I've, work. I've never had, I don't think I've ever had. Well, I I never really had LeBron on, on the team. And I felt like he was like in fantasy looking at his he stats. Was, he was it was crazy how he finished, man. It was crazy last year. And he played a lot of games last year. It wasn't I didn't yeah. feel at any point in time. I think he got hurt once, but like I never feel at any point in time I was like, man, I don't have LeBron. It was like he was there a lot last year. He was playing. He played a lot of games last year, I feel like, for him. Right. So we'll go ahead and get to the clutch shots. Um, and I'm going to – I guess my clutch shot is going to be a question. And okay. it's going to be like what I also will probably – what I think too. This is weird. You remember last year, LT, <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Davis in the preseason, he was hitting snipes. He was looking so good. He was looking so good. He, he was full of us. I was like, well, shoot, man, he's looking pretty, pretty good, right? I got him in the secondary league. I think you got him in the main league, and then you, <laughs> you ended up trading him, right? Or something like that. I can't remember. But 
he's supposed to be I think he said in one of his tweets or I don't know he said he he plans on playing the whole year okay the whole year I heard I heard him say that the whole year <laughs> so <laughs> so the question That's that funny. I want yeah that my question for you and he played 40 games last year by the way <laughs> um uh, how do you how do you value Anthony Davis this year like where like what what is your thoughts? I just want to know what your thoughts about. Like how would you value him this year and would you draft him LT? I would draft him. So yeah. there's that. Um he's 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 such a risky. He's maybe one of the riskiest players to draft this year. One of the riskiest players to draft. I don't know if there's I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Maybe Zion uh is risky the way he plays, the way he just plods on that foot just over and over and over again <laughs> makes me scared every time i see him i get scared if i had him in my draft on my team i'll be scared every single time but yeah i am completely worried about anthony davis but but i think i i think you draft them i think you i think you draft them with the idea and understanding that he may be gone at any point in time. So the rest of your draft needs to be safe. You know, you may need to pick up Valatunas <laughs> on that next round. Um, you may need to pick up some other players that you know are, you know, maybe Mikel Bridges, players you know are going to be there, show up just in case something happens to AD. You don't have them one week. Uh, we were talking about it. Thomas Bryant, right, um, on the Lakers. Um, if AD were to go down, Thomas Bryant would jump in there and play a lot more minutes. So you could think you can maybe look to pick him up uh, or just make sure if AD gets hurt, everyone's going to go grab Thomas Bryant probably. But um, you just want to be sure. But I think he can I think he can return second round value. And that's where he's going in most drafts. I think he can return first round value um, if he can stay healthy. <laughs> so, he has the, you know, with the blocks, the he's playing center this year, the blocks, the points, the efficiencies everything i think he can really drive home your fantasy team and if you compare him with someone that's going to also uh you know dominate like i've seen i've seen some towns ad combinations out there and some of the drafts i've been in um i've seen some trey young ad combinations that i've seen yeah. some out there um you know he's he's just if he's healthy and he's on you know, he, he's a game changer, but again, the, the injury risk is so tough. You have to, if you pick AD, if you decide to hit that draft button, um, you have to understand that the rest of your season is managing that guy and his injuries and make sure your team is ready for that. Cause a lot of people don't, they don't, they don't plan for that. And you have to, like, I, I saw, I saw the writing on the wall early and I traded AD. I traded him quick cause he looked, he looked a step slow. He looked, he looked sluggish. <laughs> he looked, he just looked off, man. He just looked like he, he just, he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be out there. And so as soon as I saw that, I said, yeah, he got to get, he got to go. <laughs> he got to go. So, you know, and he ended up getting hurt that year. You know, I'm not saying that I, you know, I saw it coming, you know, but I saw it coming. So it's one of those things where, um, Definitely play it, but I would still pick him if he if he drops. Like if you're one of those, um, like if you're a Tatum drafter, um, if you are a Towns drafter and you want to dominate on the big on the big man stats, um, he's he's appealing. I would pick him up on that turn in the second round. 
Do I pick him up in front of LeBron? Probably not. I probably get LeBron first. But if you if you have a team that's going to be good at free throws, Bron can hurt you there a little bit. Um, he does take a lot of free throws. He can. He's not the greatest there, so he can't hurt you in that aspect. Um, that's his main issue. Turnovers too. If you're trying to, you know, not doing many turnovers, AD is going to be better than all those other percentages. So that's the issue. AD can he he doesn't hurt you in free throws. He's yes, not going to, he you know, turn. You think so? He, he does. I think, I think he does now. I think he does a little bit now. Okay, he, oh, he like does 70%. now. What? 70 what? 71%. Ugh. I thought he used to be better than that, right? Yeah, he did like, used to be better than that. He's been before. he's been regressing there. <laughs> he's been regressing, he's been regressing there. Uh hopefully, hopefully he gets hopefully. back to cuz He's got to be a better than a 71, like at least a 76, I mean, man, 77, something like that. Okay. Well, in that, well, then forget it. Uh, LeBron before AD <laughs> for sure. Um, but AD gets you the blocks. That's the, that's the big thing, right? The blocks, the, yeah. the potential blocks. You can pair him with Towns. You can pair AD with, uh, with um, like a Turner or a, or just someone else that's a Gobert. And you, you probably can't get Gobert and, in Davis, unless you go first round Davis or something, but uh, you know, just 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 if you pick them up, just just understand that that's gonna you're gonna be holding your breath the whole year, um, and <laughs> it's it's not gonna be fun, but it might be exhilarating at the same time. If you're a thrill seeker, go ahead and pick up AD this year. What are you? Is that, is, are you, you agree or? Uh, I, I'm I'm not touching Anthony Davis this year. <laughs> I knew you was. I knew you was gonna say that. Um, <laughs> like you made it. You made it clear, LeBron. Like I, I'm gonna yeah. take LeBron over him, man. Yeah. And I, I feel, I feel safe picking LeBron. And it's sad. Like I feel better to get LeBron. Um, I mean, like you said, that you would think, and I, I understood. Like the charity stripe, like you, because we're normally in our mind, like he's a pretty good free throw per- percent mm-hmm. shooter. No, he actually isn't anymore. I mean, I, it's like I don't want to believe that. Just like you, I don't want to believe it. Kind of like remember when Russell Westbrook was always an eighty percent fair uh, charity strike shooter. Now I'm not saying he's the next coming of Russell Westbrook tanking at the charity stripe. I ain't saying that. <laughs> but I want to also believe, like LT, and and, and I know I'm making. I know I'm, this this would be the episode people are going to be mad because I talked about Luca. If I'm talking about AD, those is like. Two players a lot of people love in the fantasy. And I'm now I would say this. I'm not the biggest AD fan. I'm a Luca fan. I'm not really too much of a big AD fan, but I I would draft I drafted him before, even in his rookie year, which was you know amazing. But I understand people will say, oh, you know, he's out there. If he's out there, he's good. He performs. He does. He gets his blocks. He's a he's a he gets his steals. But here's the thing that me and LT seen in the preseason. We thought he was going to be taking snipes. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. You know why I'm hurt? He shot, I think if this is correct, he shot under 20% at the charity, or no, at the snipe line. Under 20%. That ain't no NBA average. That's, that might even be worse than Russell Westbrick. That might be worse than that, potentially. So with that said, of course, he fills this, the, the, and I know I'm nitpicking because he fills the the categories in each other, like the needed ones, the 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 one that we need a lot with points. You get points, and then the blocks that he averaged two point three. You can't just get that. 
from any player and score at the same time. You that's 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 why he's so good. But yet, just like LT said, he was looking a little sluggish last year. But I don't also want to believe that's how he is. Like he can't be that player, or is he? Or is he really that player? Now, if he says he's gonna he plans on playing the whole season, yeah, we'll see. But I'm I would I am passing on him, you know, this year. So that's that's career, my clutch. Oh, go ahead. Career eighty career eighty percent or seventy nine point four, man, career. And so yeah, you're right. Yeah, seventy one point three last year, man. I, he has to he has to be closer to that seven that seventy nine, man. Career career okay, seventy nine. Okay, the year before he was seven. It was 84 in 20 in 2020. Then he went down to 73 yep. and then 71 the last two years. Last thing I was going to say is like, we, we don't think he's the 70% low 70s. We think more 79 to 80, but is he really the 79%, 80% free throw percent shooter? Is that really him anymore? Yeah, anymore. That's all I got. What's your clutch yeah, shot? No. You. <sighs> clutch shot. So my clutch shot, um, I wanted to talk about some later, a, a later guy. Um, and you know what? Actually, no, I'm going to change my clutch shot. There's two, there's two players that I really like this year. I'm just going to talk about those two players real quick. I love Bane this year as well. Uh, players that I want to talk about is Bane and Tyler Hero. Those are two guys I know Starks knows I like. Bane this year, I think Bane's going to, I think Bane's got a, I think he's the second guy, man. I think he's the second guy over there in Memphis. Um, I don't know if you guys know Jaron Jackson Jr. He's actually going to be out for the maybe the first month, two months, is a four to six month surgery um, or return from surgery for him. They're saying they think he's good for the first four months. Who knows, um, you know, if he'll be back or not. But um, this is Bain's team, man. Aldama on that team will be starting at power forward for you guys who like your cheapy bigs at the end of the draft. Um, but I think Bain's gonna be that guy, that that second scorer. One of the things that um, I was looking at is that Dylan Brooks, the, his shots in the preseason. Guess who? Guess guess who went ahead of him? Bain. Bain was taking more usage and more shots than Dylan Brooks in the preseason. So I think we're finally gonna see Dylan Brooks take a step back this year because we know he loves to just. Sometimes he has more shots than Morant, right? Sometimes he has from from Jaw Rule. Sometimes he has the most shots on the team. But maybe I think they maybe talk to him like, "Hey, listen, you're you're, we're, you're in there for defense, man. You're you're the Draymond Green of our team. We want you in there for defense. Yes, you can hit a shot here, shot there. But um, it this is this is John Morant, Bane. This that 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 this is this is who we want scoring the rock. So hopefully that's what changes. That's what I like. Bane was good last year too. That's why he's going in that fourth to fifth round right now, um, on average. Uh, but I think he's gonna. I think he can get better. They can get better on that team. We know that team wow. is electrifying to watch. Um, I think he can be better than that. He gives you everything you need um, from a shooting guard, small forward area. So, again, look out for Bain. And then Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, I think he's going to be – he's starting. He's starting this year. I think he's going to be a just a, a great pickup, man. I think he has the opportunity. He's going to be scoring a lot. I think Jimmy Butler – I think he takes a step back this year. I'm not saying that he's not going to be good, but I think Jimmy Butler's getting old, man. You see him doing the hair thing, Stark, <laughs> changing his hairstyle, wearing dreads, got braids. I think he, uh, 
I think he's slowing down on the tank. He's starting to do goofy stuff. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't know about Jimmy Butler, man. Uh, he no, He's still going to be good. But you look at that team, man. They're old. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. Um, uh, don't Bam Bam out of bios not older, but he's he's more of a uh, you know he's been in the league for a while. I I just think that Tyler Hero is one of the they need him to score in order for them to be successful. So they're going to be putting him in positions to score every night. And with him starting this year, starting um, he's going to have even more opportunities to do so. So. Um, and then again, Lowry and Butler, those are the other two guys on your team you're looking for for points. I think I like Tyler Hero to lead them in scoring throughout the, or throughout the season. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know, unless I'm reading this wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Tyler Hero had four block performances Wednesday night. Man, that's a that's a uh, he did, but that's a come on, man. That's an outlier. I don't. I don't. I'll listen. I'm not going to go on record to say he's going to be a block average per game hero. If he does, he definitely will be up there if he starts blocking shots. But I just think, but again, with him being starting, he's going to be, he's just, he's just going to be in more positions to, to, to dominate. You think about what he does on a, on a permanent basis when he comes off the bench, he's that six man. Um, Just the fact that he's starting now is he, I just love that opportunity, man. And he, he is going in drafts like that. Um, I've also been in very heavy drafts. So Tyler Hero, in our in our league, he goes. People love, you know, he's not a, a secret. <laughs> so he yeah. goes, he always goes earlier than I feel like he should in our leagues. But uh, I like him. I like him where he's at on, on ADP wise for Yahoo and Fantrax. Just go ahead and uh, ESPN too. Just yeah, grab him um, if you need a scorer. And to be honest with you, yeah, scorers. And, and I think he has all good percentages too this year. I think he really takes a step forward. I, I'm with that's that's a really good one, LT. Uh, last just last thing I was gonna say, like Hero, if he let's look at something here, if he if he's like legit trying to step his defense up, that's that's actually music to my ears, mm-hmm. right? Um, I I mean obviously we know he's a scorer, yeah. but if he's averaging is still I gotta pull up his statistics. Um, he's oh. never been a, a person to average over still a game because we yeah, know that's not his mo. Now him starting injected in the starting lineup, um, he could potentially maybe average a still game. And check this out. So last season, you know, the last couple months of the season, he um he was inside the top 60, and this was a guy coming off the bench, right? And mm-hmm. last year he was averaging a good amount of time, 32 minutes, 31 minutes. Like that's per- so even if a player doesn't start, but he actually is starting this year. LT made some good points. Jimmy Butler, just a little bit of an older team right now. Obviously, like he said, they got Bam out of bio. But, you know, Victor Oladipo, Dr. Doom, right? He's coming off the bench, right? Um, but what else do you really have over there, right? So with that said, that is going to inject more life into coming from Tyler Hero. Because like he said, Kyle Lowry is older. Um, but to, you know, finish and, you know, if he's, if he's valued at 70, like mid seventh or seventh round, mm-hmm. I think in that's, that, that's, that's good value. Right. Yeah. Cause he potentially, and if his defense, and obviously like we were saying, he's going to average, he ain't going to average four blocks, man. Like that's out. Yeah. Right? So, yeah so. <laughs> if he's really committed and, and that's good because if he's willing to commit on defense, it's because Jimmy Butler is also going to like. Pushing him, right? Use that, push him for that, yeah. Um, so if he's averaging a defensive stat of a steal, 
Obviously, he's not going to average a block a game, but like it's going to be at least like 0.3 versus a 0.1 block last year. Then his value automatically is going to shoot him up. So then it's like, well, what do you think he'll shoot up as? Do you feel like he's going to be? I, I believe he'll be inside the top 75 player, but if he averages a still a game and he scores over 20 points a game and his usage rate continues to go because his usage rate actually took an increase last year under the radar in a massive way. I think that's a really, honestly, that's a breakout player too. Like to be honest with you, I think he finishes potentially in the top inside the top 50 and, and you're basically cutting a coupon, a coupon on him. So that's a good, yeah. that's a good uh, call out on him. Yeah. Those threes go up 2.7 less, uh, 2.7 made threes. I think that, I think that goes up um, it, it, a little bit. I think he averages three to, you know, somewhere in that three area every game. Um, assist 4.0. I think that goes up to 4.5, playing with better players more often on that starting yeah. lineup. Um, I just I just think that I, him in, injecting him in the starting lineup means he starts and finishes games. I just think he's he's just in better positions to score and be and, and be a scorer and uh, do more stuff out there. So yeah, that's good. Well, thank you guys for tuning in on this episode. Um, you guys can find me on my Twitter handle again. I'm gonna slowly try to get back on Twitter, but you can always ask questions at any time. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Starks underscore industry. And if you have faith based, based questions, based questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram, Fishers of Men 21. Um, yeah, you can reach out to me anytime and I'll try to get to you at the, the, you know, the best convenient time. And I'll pass you the ball. LT, where can I reach you at, man? Yeah, man, you guys can reach me at uh, Stormstage Gaming um, on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Um, that's where my main. Um, and uh, looking forward to continuing uh, seeing what goes on this season, the fantasy season, man. I'm interested to see where some of my projections fall. And uh, I know Starks is interested in seeing uh, seeing what's going on Tuesday. We're, we're like two days away. I know. Right. So then just to let the listeners know, I know we typically did last year, like one episode a week. And I know we struggle from time to time. I will say I will try to maybe push maybe two episodes a week, you know, and if LT is available or sometimes LT might just do an episode if he's, you know, wants to do it alone, solo, um, we'll, we'll kind of go dolo from time to time, you know, if we're prepared for it, and if we can both do it, we'll come on. Um, so that way we could try to, you know, be consistent. But I also know it might be difficult for us because I'm going to try to get the waiver wires out, you know, at, you know, at, on the website. But that's been tough. We've just been busy. But we want to definitely help you guys out, at least on the podcast. So, um is there anything else you want to say before we, you know, get out LT? Uh, no, look out for, um, speaking of solo, I do have some, uh, solo content. Um, actually probably after this, um, I will get that, make sure that gets posted up on the channel. Um, the new life fantasy channel on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe as well as, um, audio for it. Um, I did, a, I did one of my first drafts. I just recorded myself. So if you guys want to listen to that on a road trip or a drive or something like that, go ahead and uh, take a listen. All right. Well, listeners, we thank you so much for tuning in. With that being said, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.